What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Chase 60 Roads to the Record podcast. We are on game 10, and I, uh, it's, let's do a little, little update on where I'm at and what's going on. It's 9, 12 a.m. Sunday, Saturday, Friday, Friday morning. That last night's game was Thursday, Ben. Jeez. And uh, odometer check is at 83,519. I am just outside of D.C. I believe I'm just south of D.C., probably 20 miles south. I'm in the express lane area, so I know I'm close. And we're diving into game, game 10. I just said it. I, I, I did this podcast last night, and I faded pretty quickly. So I just wanted to bring a little more energy to it. And, uh, yeah, and see if I could just knock it out on the road to Cambridge to see the, to see uh, Harvard. So, yeah, uh, we'll pick up where we left off. Let's see. It was, oh, I guess, you know, I, I left off in Austin where, you know, I, I just finished the Texas two-step. And, you know, I was in Texas for, you know, a few days. I spent the night with my friend Brian. That was bed three for those who are counting. I hung out with my friend Joe. And, uh, you know, I, I basically lived in and out of coffee shops in the area for a few days. Just catching up on business, even though uh, I don't really have any job right now. This is kind of my business, and it's kind of become my job, uh, as you guys have heard in the past. There's opportunities arising from just telling this story. So yeah, I had from Austin to Greenville on Wednesday. Uh, originally, I was going to go Austin to Columbia where I've been at a college is, but my friend Ryan hit me up and said, yo, slide through and you can have a nice place to stay. And that was couch number one on the trip. So thank you, Ryan. And thank you, Brian, for uh, bed number three and couch number uno. Uh, so yeah, I on the way across the lovely country from Austin to uh, to Greenville, I did that in one one straight shot. Basically, I left Austin. I was on the road at six thirty a.m. and I believe I got to Ryan's at and that was six thirty a.m. Central, so seven thirty Eastern, and I got to Ryan's at like twelve twenty ish, and I would have got there earlier. But I was asked to do a podcast, and I thought they needed me to be like on video. <laughs> so I, and the pod, and the, the time of the pod, it was for in all kinds of weather. It's a Gator podcast, and they were just asking me about the trip. And I thought it was going to be a video podcast, so I literally pulled over in just outside of Atlanta. So basically, hour fourteen of my sixteen driving, and I'm sitting in this public parking lot, and. Neil, the host of the show, goes, oh, man, like, there's no video. And I was like, oh, okay, so I can just drive into it? He says, yeah, and that would be, like, really authentic, obviously, for, you know, what's going on. So I said, all right, cool, that's perfect. But I had literally pulled over and was posted up waiting to, you know, get on the podcast for I mean, 10, 15 minutes. That's no one's fault but my own. Uh, I should have knew it. there was no video for the podcast ahead of time. But so I got got to Ryan's, basically just passed out when I got there and you know, the next day is the game day game. It's a you know, Thursday first game of week three, which is crazy to think about. We're in the double digits together, 10 games, uh, you know, the first seven games 
I did not pay for a ticket. And then the Texas two-step, if you know already, I paid for both tickets in Texas. So, uh, so nine, so up at this point, I've paid for two, two and nine, which is kind of crazy. I didn't not expect that. So the game day, I wake up. I think I got I don't know, six, seven hours sleep. I, I still, even if I have a bed or a couch, I am not sleeping very much at all. Uh, I get a nice shower in, and Ryan's working out, so I catch up on just some giveaway stuff. I'm doing you know, every time if someone you know, suits me gas money or helps me with a ticket. I, I uh, put them on my mailing list for this trip, and I try to do uh, giveaways each week for you know the hats that I get at, at games or whatever little knickknacks. For example, uh, before this game, I went to try to find shirts, uh, been at a college shirt at different places, and instead of that, I ran into a Deep Eddies uh, promoter truck that was just out in the middle of this parking lot outside of a liquor store, very random. You know, if I was them, I honestly, I would have been at the game doing this. It was, you know, they were there at five o'clock, five, five twenty, five thirty, And I mean, the game took to seven thirty. That would have been a, to me about a lot better use of time. And cause there was no one in this park. I, I was, just, I walked up by myself, but anyways, uh, I got some glasses and chapsticks. So I don't know if I'll send the chapstick in the mail, but the glasses I'll uh, surprise, surprise somebody with. So yeah, I did that in the morning while he was working out and I caught up on, I, I ended up uh, having to pay the piper with a bet that I made, which was if Tennessee, if Texas or Kentucky wins, I will eat two unpeeled bananas, three hot dogs with Dijon mustardson, so, uh, B, uh, Dijon mustardson, which is a, it's a Dijon mustard, but it's named after a, a running back for the Texas Longhorns. And so I had three hot dogs with that, two unpeeled bananas, and a cup of coffee with mayo in it. So a little bit about the coffee and the bananas. The quarterback for Kentucky, he is, uh, went viral and infamous for eating an unpeeled banana and drinking mayo coffee. And last year, he, he it kind of became a thing. And last year, I said, if, if Kentucky beat Florida, uh, I would do it. And I, it's kind of weird because I kind of had an idea that I just had this feeling that it would. That's why it was kind of uh, why I even put it out there. Uh, sorry. Yeah, number one. And so that happened, and I ate the banana peel and the coffee. And actually, the quarterback, Will Levis, like, uh, liked and replied to my tweet of the video and said, man of his word. And I, that's, that's, this is what it's all about. You know, I, I don't take myself too seriously by now, if you guys can't tell. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, um, uh, Ryan took me to QT or gas station and I got three hot dogs, all different kinds. I got regular, um, jalapeno cheddar and I guess whatever the other one was like a smoke something. And, went back to his place and started just filming this video of me eating all of the nasty things. And let me tell you, like if I Ben, why, why did you do this one? Because I like to have fun and I don't really bet money. I, I like to, I can, I can hold my own in a uh, food challenge or some kind of just shaming myself. So why not Two, it's just, if you can't have fun in life, if you can't have fun in life, you know, like eating these things aren't, isn't fun, but like, you know, just being able to laugh at yourself, like what's the point of uh, living? 
And then, you know, three, like, what was the hardest part of this challenge? I think I would say, you know, going in, I would, I've done the banana, one banana and the coffee before. And I've, I've ate my fair share of hot dogs, but three gas station hot dogs with the buns that are like, you know, those buns, they're, they're thick and they're just spongy. So I would say that I, I, I'd probably have rather had three unpeeled bananas than three hot dogs because the last hot dog, like actual hot dog I ate without the bun. And then I ate, had a bun and a half left. So I think I ate two hot dogs. Out of the, bun. the last hot dog was brutal to get down and the bun was even worse. I, I did the Joey chestnut and dumped it in my ice water and terrible. Decision. I thought it was going to be a good idea. And no, it was, it was terrible. Uh, I took a bite. And I was like, oh, this is, this is smart. And then just the cold, soggy sponge of a bread that was that, uh, yeah, it was bad. Uh, so yeah, uh, I would say that between the last hot dog and a half and just the, the I don't drink hot coffee. So the, I, you don't taste the mayonnaise in the coffee. So it's kind of just like a, you know, a visual thing, seeing this nasty white, you know, not, not foam, but, you know, just may, mayonnaise in the coffee. Visually, it looks disgusting, but as far as taste goes, you know, I don't really taste it, but I do taste the coffee. I, I, so I just started drinking coffee. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm going, I'm in Maryland, guys, just so you guys know. Welcome to Maryland. Uh, I don't drink hot coffee, and I just started drinking cold coffee, cold brew in San Diego last fall. And when I say I drink cold brew, the coffee shop I worked out of there had coconut cold brew or coconut brew. And I just ordered that one time and I kind of fell in love with it. So now I kind of just, wherever I go, ask for cold brew. And if they have coconut syrup, either syrup or uh, they, the one in California was just coconut water as the base, but I'll do syrup or a little like coconut milk, uh, splash coconut milk. I kind of have a vibe now, but this is exact exact opposite of what I'm used to drinking. I've had mochas before. I can I can pound a mocha down, but regular coffee, regular, not even regular coffee, regular gas station QT coffee with mayonnaise in it was probably uh, yeah. That, and I did that last. I drank it after all the food. Oh my gosh, that was brutal. Uh, but if you want to see the video, I don't know if your stomach can hand, if your stomach can handle it. Uh, I still got to edit and post it. I didn't have time to do it. I think. My goal after tomorrow's Saturday game is to ghost for like 48 hours and just play catch up on all things video content. So hopefully you guys keep me accountable with that. Let's see. I'm just checking my car right now. Sometimes you got to make sure your, your van is feeling good. Betty White is doing her thing. Uh, yeah, so that was brutal. And after that, so and it's funny because Ryan had to leave in the middle of the video because he had to go catch up with somebody. So I'm just in his apart, in his house, in his garage, on this bench, just struggling to stay alive. Like I, I, uh, I almost threw up twice during the video. When I say almost threw, up, like there was two points where I don't know if you'll be able to catch it, but like I definitely was like, oh, like oh no, I, let me take a step back. And I, we we were gonna try to do it in ten minutes or less, but. That was just not realistic. I think I finished in 20, 25 minutes, maybe. Uh, just, I mean, eating those hot... I'm not Joey Chestnut, first of all. And those nasty buns from 
QT. And it's funny because I used to be a big chili cheese dog guy from 7-Eleven and so much so that my friends like make fun of me for it. Um, so that's the thing. Also, there's a, there's a black car coming up behind me and it's going like super fast. And this guy already got pulled over earlier and, uh, he just doesn't care. Does not care at all. You, you probably just heard him drive by. Uh, anyways. All right. So yeah, I did the, that challenge. That was brutal. And then after that, I caught up with Ryan and his friend at target. <laughs> Let me just tell you why I'm telling you this part of the story is this is the second or third time on this trip where I've witnessed like a theft or like someone like a, 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 a grab and go situation. I was pulling up in the target parking lot and I'm delirious at this point. And I just see this guy dashing out of home Depot, which is right next to target with, you know, some power tools or something. And I'm slowly driving right by the car that he's jumping into with the driver. And if I just stayed, if I just put my car in park, I would have been able to prevent that them from running away. But also I was so, like, that happened in slow motion where I was already, you know, like out of the way of the car as it started backing up. And honestly, it was probably for the best because they, I'm assuming that the, the driver probably was not looking behind him. He just you know pulled out pretty quickly, but there was a guy there that got the license plate. It's just, it's just funny. Cause again, this is probably the second or third time I've seen like a grab and go situation on this trip. And it's, we're only in week three, which is kind of crazy that we're in week three. That means I've had, this is my fourth upcoming Saturday of doing this week, zero week, one week, two week, three. That is just nuts to think about, right? Like, you know, it feels it feels like time has just flown by. There's no way, you know, this coming Saturday is well, tomorrow, and it'll be September 17th. So that's what 28 days, right? Or how does that the math? I, I'm, my brain is dead, but uh, it's kind of crazy to think that it's this is my fourth Saturday, right? Or 22 days, right? I think it could be 22 days Saturday. To Saturday is eight. To Saturday is fifteen. To Saturday is twenty-two. That's four. Yeah, there we go. I did the math. Twenty-two days on the road, and it's been a wild ride so far. I, I wake up every day scared still, and I don't really know what I'm doing, and I'm figuring it out. But yeah, so after I experience that grab and go, I go into Target with them, get a Celsius, obviously, and then say go my goodbyes. And I'm off to Columbia, which is about two hours away, maybe maybe an hour and 50 minutes from Greenville, at least from where we were in Greenville. Uh, so I make the moves, the short little trip. And my goal is to get there. You know, it's I'm getting there with time to spare. The game's at the game's at 7:30. Yeah, the kickoff's at 7:30, so I got time. I leave. I leave. Greenville and get to to Columbia maybe around three thirty. I go to gas station, nicest bathroom I've had on the trip, and I was shocked about that because it was like one of those small gas stations where you expect the bathroom to be on the outside. But spoiler, it wasn't. And I, I try to get some mail in some of the giveaways, so I think I got twelve letters in the mail. It's not not great, not bad, but it's progress. So we'll move forward with that. And then I then I'm on the hunt for my shirt and hat deal. You know, every game I try to get a shirt and hat. And I was I was super stubborn today about it actually. 
so or when I say today, I mean last yesterday, because I went to Goodwill and was slinging shirts. I did find one Benedict College shirt, but it was a small, and I could barely pull off the medium, so I passed on that. I walked around this, and like I said earlier, I this is the parking lot that I had the Deep Eddies in it, so I just went over there. Deep Eddies is a flavored vodka, and I, I'm a big fan of the Deep Eddies lemon with soda, kind of, kind of like a lemonade-style drink for you know summer days, pool days, any day, really. Uh, so I went over there, talked to them, went into a few different stores, Ross, and like they had like a Burks, which I guess is a Bell's outlet. And I knew I knew going into those that it wasn't really going to work out. I was in and out of there pretty quickly. Oh, I'm driving by. I always love driving by. There's this water tower uh, that has like the Air Force and Navy. It's just a massive water tower here. I don't know. I guess I'm still in Maryland. Uh, that do also. I wonder when's the last time a town or city had to use a water tower? Because like obviously the purpose of it is it's water stored way high above ground so it uses gravity as so the way to uh you know for the pumps so that you know like there's it has natural power to go where it needs to go right i think that's how water towers were invented to work the because the water's up high it it creates pressure for wherever it needs to be funneled in and correct me if i'm wrong on that but i think that's how i wonder when the last time you know, a city or town in the States have, has used one. I, I, I generally don't know. So I, I, that's something I have to actually look up later now. Uh, so yeah, I take a lap and time is ticking. And I think, you know, I, at one point I'm recording an essay. All right. If I'm not, I'm going to try to get in and out of this Hibbit sports, which is the last place I stopped. I went to Walmart. I went to Hibbit sports. I went to Ross and I knew that I knew that like Hibbit wouldn't have it, but I just you know never know. And uh, the Walmart was kind of disappointing because you know, Walmart's in Orlando even have high school gear. So it's kind of just like, ah, come on, guys. And I know that Benedict College is a small private uh, you know, school in Columbia, so maybe that's what it was. So yeah, just a little bit about Benedict and Savannah State. They're both HBCUs in Division II football. This is the first uh, Division II home game I've been to. Actually, yeah, Division II because I went to FCS, so... It's FBS, FCS, and then Division Two and the Division Three, I believe. And so, yeah, it was uh, Benedict College, private, uh, private HBCU, historically black college and university in Columbia, founded in 1870. And then they were playing Savannah State, the oldest HBCU in Georgia, founded in 1890. So that was kind of a cool tie-in. And uh, I get to the stadium, I park maybe a block or two away. And I don't know if it was free parking. I don't think it was, but there wasn't a lot of cars like on the parking lot area, right on the stadium. But oh, did I miss him? There's no way I missed him. Actually. How did it just go from, I just went from arrival time five Oh six to five 12. That's going to be one. Um, anyways, I have 430 miles and odometer check. I did I do it? Yeah, I did 83,541 in case I didn't. So I get to the stadium and I'm just walking in and I walk by the, the, the parking lot host and I just, Hey, where can I get some merchandise? And he was just so happy that I was just there. He was like, Oh, like you're here for the game. Cause I'm not wearing any colors at this point, just a gray shirt and uh, gray shorts. I said, yes, sir. I, 
I'm here. This is my 10th college football game of the year. And he goes, no way. I said, yeah. Uh, I said, is there any traditions I need to know? And he goes, BC, BC, you know, you know. And I was like, all right, that's, I, I'm all in. I'm all in. And I told him that my initials are BC. And I was really, really excited to get a hat at this game. And I was probably going to get two to keep one and give away, obviously, and a shirt. And he shows, oh, yeah, the merchandise is inside on the other side of the stadium. So all right, cool. So I walk around. I'm just taking it in. It's not a lot. Of t- it's a Thursday night game, and Benedict College's uh, student body, I think, is 2,100. But it's a school that's you know been around for 150 years, and there's a, from what I gathered in the time I was there, there's a lot of pride, and a lot of people just come back and volunteer. I, I spoke with, I don't know, six or seven alumni that uh, ranging from graduating in 57 to – 92 to actually to 2014. So, you know, just all over the map. And, you know, they just, all of, all of them that were not the, the 2014 were volunteering around campus and they were just there to give back to their school and their community. So that was really awesome. But was the reason I said that is that there wasn't a lot of people there. Um, there was a, and then for Savannah State side, I think Savannah, Georgia is, or, yeah, Savannah, Georgia is four or five hours from Columbia. And, you know, the band obviously travels. And they, I think there was a high school team that was hosted by Savannah State because they were on that side. Or maybe they just decided to sit on that side. I don't know. Um, but it, it didn't seem like there was a lot of Savannah State fans there. Maybe a couple hundred uh, at the peak time during the game. So going inside, well, actually, before I go inside, I went up to. Uh, a gentleman that was on a, a golf cart, and I just said, "Hey, excuse me." Uh, and then I just told him my story, and I said, Is, "Would it be cool if I, you know, ask you about getting to college?" And he said, "Of course." And little did I know, the guy is the head coach of the track and field team named Frank, and he has been the head head track and field coach for seventeen years. Seventeen? Are you kidding me? Super nice guy, and we just talked and. He was like, he was just so happy, like super nice and just genuinely said he was excited I was there. And uh, I told him, yeah, I'm, I'm about to go ahead to the front and get a ticket. He goes, oh, you don't have a ticket? I was like, all right, we'll figure that out right now. And he drove me on his golf cart to the front of the, I think I just got in front of my cop. So let me just hang out here for a second. As then I went into the left lane and cut him off. And I don't want to speed up. Uh, and get in trouble. So let me just do that. Um, so yeah, he just drove me in his golf cart up to the front gate, the main gate. And then it was busy because it was, I don't know, 20 minutes before kickoff. And then he was like, all right. So he went to the side gate, which I actually, I met the guy at the side gate earlier because I asked him about merchandise. And he just drove the golf cart straight into the stadium and goes, hey, this guy's good. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Uh, so that was that was super humbling and super nice of him to do. He didn't have to do that, obviously. All right, the the sheriff just drove by me. You know, I'm in the Maryland and the highway or the, the speed limit's 55, uh, and I'm going like 63, 62. You know, my seven mile an hour kind of rule. I did kind of punch it a little bit earlier today. It was like going 80 and 82 and a 70. So that's kind of like reckless for me, but it was because uh, I realized one that 
you know, my ETA is to this next game is five sixteen, and the game starts at seven. And I'm not taking into account. I have to stop for gas one more time, and there's toll roads, and I'm going to be driving in and around both DC and New York City and Philly, and you know that something's going to happen, right? So, yeah, I um, I was trying to punch it to make up time, and I'm again, I I had it at five oh six for the stadium, and now it's I, it started at like five twenty eight or twenty nine, and I got it down to five thirteen, and then it jumped to five oh six, and then back to five twelve. So I think it's, there's supposed to probably just traffic. It's just funny because I have 424 miles to go. And if I did the math on that, if I'm going, let's just say 70 miles an hour, right? So 70, so 420 is six hours, right? So seven, yeah, because seven times four is 20, uh, 42. So, and that's saying my ETA is seven hours and 42 minutes. So I don't know. It's a... Uh, I'm assuming there's a lot of traffic probably, and there's probably places where they expect me to go less than 60 miles an hour or 70 miles an hour. Obviously I, I, I don't expect to be 70 the whole time, but anyways, uh, yeah. So, uh, he just drives me in the game and I was like, Oh wow. That's so nice. So, all right. So now you know, it's 20 minutes before the game. I got to get my shirt because I'm just this guy standing in the middle of the stadium in gray, gray on gray, which isn't great. <laughs> great on great, which isn't great. Yeah, yeah, I did that. I'm not even on purpose. So I go up to the front. The, so the bookstore is that they usually have open is not open for this game, but they do have uh, some alumni that are selling shirts for the school. So I was able to grab a shirt, a $20 shirt, but in a college purple and I think, yeah, like purple and gold. So I got that, but they didn't have any hats. And they said they were working on hats. Another alumni group said they were working on hats. So it wasn't great. And you know that at this point, I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll have to go uh, try to buy a hat off someone. And I tried. I tried, you know, probably four or five, six people. And one one guy, a younger guy, probably 24, 25, uh, I offered him. They didn't have alcohol at the game, so I just offered him 30 bucks for his hat because that was, like, the rate for a brand-new hat on their website. So they do have really cool hats on the Benedict College website, but you know, that's not part of the game that I'm playing. And he said, tell you what, I'm going to go look at the website. And if I see something I like, I'll come back and sell you my half a billion dollars. I was like, cool. Um, you know, saying I'm solving again, <laughs> but he did, he did stop and like humor me for probably a minute or two. And so, and the, so the other part was, and this is another difficulty. It was uh, fraternity and sorority night. And you're, if you're in one, you're supposed to wear like letters and so a lot of the guys were wearing like fraternity hats like the you know their whatever fraternity they were in at their time the benedict or wherever they went to school so actually i met a guy um jerome the guy who graduated in 1957 he told me that it was that night i had heard it like over the announcers but i didn't know if it was like actual i didn't know how like not in legitimate but i just didn't know like what what comes with it being a you know, greek greek night is what it was uh, and he was like, yeah, like, you know, everyone's supposed to wear you know, their letters. And it, it definitely was well represented. Oh, oh crap. I'm going to get over. Um, so that was another re- So I saw a lot of hats, but none of them. And I'm not going to buy, you know, a, a proud fraternity hat from a fraternity hat, one I'm not in. And not from, you know, the hat they're wearing on Greek night is probably one of their favorite hats, right? I saw a hat that was, uh, Jerome's hat was aged, to say the least, uh, I think it was in Kappa Alpha Phi, Kappa Alpha Psi. And uh, 
So the it was a failure on the hat attempt, and I did legitimately try. I talked to a lot of people. <laughs> I think this is actually the game I talked to the most people at, uh, specifically just like during the game, because everyone was kind of just hanging out and vibing. Uh, all right. Sorry, this is there's just a lot of little highways and byways around the Beltway that is DC. I'm on Baltimore Washington Parkway to Baltimore now, and I talked. I spoke with two gentlemen named James and William that were uh, the alumni group that were trying to get hats, and they were. They told me just about uh, you know one of them graduated in '67. James graduated 67 and William graduated 92. And the funny part was, and I got this on, on camera when I was interviewing them is when, when James said that he got, I asked James first, he said, yeah, I graduated 67. I said, you know, it's funny. I would have guessed you graduated in 92 and, the, and William laughed. <laughs> I didn't realize why he was laughing until I asked him. He's like, yeah, I graduated in 92. <laughs> and I just was like, oh man, that's so, like, you couldn't even make that up. Like that, that was just, just a genuine moment. They were just super cool. And they said, Ben, you got to come um, back and talk to um, Mrs. Thompson later. And I was like, okay, uh, just let me know when she's here. Yada, yada, yada. So I, I went and watched the game. I uh, took a little bit in and I, you know, that day, the same day as I got the hot dogs, I ran into the grill master, Joshua. He was, you know, coming to check on the game. He, so they were, they had a, out, a grill outside the stadium, like right outside that he was grilling on. And I saw him before, I saw the grill in him before the game. I was like, oh, that's cool. And uh, he came up basically where I was standing in the corner of the end zone. And I was like, hey, aren't you the guy that's on the grill, Joshua? And he was like, yes, sir. His name's Joshua. And I asked him how long he'd been grilling for. And he said, basically, since uh, the doctor slapped me, <laughs> so like since he was born, but uh, he's been grilling for the school. I think he he started, he did it like 20 years ago, took a break, and is, now he's been doing it for 10 years, uh, you know, for the school and for his uh, church, which is his wife is the treasurer of, and I'm driving by a deer that's just chilling right next to the highway, like probably five feet from the, the car, so that was bold. Um, uh, so talked to him and it was funny. It was Savannah state was going for a field goal. This is the first half of the game, probably like a you know, 19 to 27. Maybe it was like a 25 yard field goal and it was fourth down. And I was like, all right, what's your projection? And they're like, he was like, Oh, they're going to block it. And the next going to block the field goal. I was like, I like it. Uh, but then what happened was, uh, they called a timeout, so he had to go check his food, and they came back, went for it, and fourth down, and got stopped. So I consider it a block, uh, so, <laughs> for sure. And so I, you know, I, I, I told him I'd catch up to him later, and he he was trying to dog me in to get the hot dog. Uh, I so, but I did go to this because I said try to get a hamburger, a cheeseburger, and they didn't have any cheese, so I went with chicken wings, uh, and they, they were fine. And I, I I got my chicken wings. And I was walking over to hang out with Joshua outside the venue, uh, and. I hear Ben and I turn around and mind you, I'm about, it's probably like a legitimate 45 yards. Like he was, he was at almost, yeah, yeah, probably uh, maybe 35 yards away. It was, uh, Willie, not William, Willie from earlier who was like Ben and he was waving me over and I met Miss Thompson. He was like, you gotta meet Miss Thompson. I sat down with her and talked to her a little bit. Super, super nice. She graduated in 92 as well with Angelina who sold me the shirt and that's and this is when I found out Angelina 
is Willie's wife. <clears throat> and they were at two separate stands, like rival alumni stands, not rival, but like it was like Columbia Group One and Columbia Group Two of their like alumni groups or networks. So that was kind of cool to talk to her and get her perspective. And uh, she was a, um, I don't, I, I don't remember the word that uh, her and Angelina used, advanced student, where you, you go as an adult. And that's what my mom is doing now. She's, or she was doing for a while. She's technically probably like a junior at UCF. My mom is 70. What year is it? 2022. So she, she turned 72 this year. So I, I yeah, I, I was, I, I was very supportive and because I get it. I, my mom did, did it as well. And it was just cool kind of talking and they were so, I mean, I just felt like part of the family, you know, the fact that, you know, he went, uh, Willie saw me from afar and went out his way to yell, you know, Ben, come over here and hang out. And that was really awesome. So after I talked to him, I, it was, uh, it was approaching halftime, zero, zero. <laughs> the first half was, a. Uh, a rough. Uh, there, there was a touchdown that was called back for a holding penalty. Benedict got on the board early, but I went and sat outside with Josh Joshua and kind of just hung out with him during halftime and, and right before. And you know, yeah, and just because you know he was out here grilling by himself, and I just you know, I didn't have much better do at halftime. I mean, I did, I did go back in and watch the bands, so I knew that was like a thing. But I think I sat in, I sat with him for you know, 10, 15 minutes uh, in the second quarter and hung out. And he wanted to give me a burger. And he went to get buns for the burger. And when he came back, because he asked how the chicken was, I said, oh, the chicken's fine. He came back with, uh, I guess, the person who was cooking the chicken. He's like, uh, I heard you had a complaint about the chicken. I was like, no. I was like, Joshua, you threw me under the bus. He goes, no, no, I didn't. He's like, yeah. He's like, no, I just put a little mayonnaise on it. I was like, I was like all right, whatever. Uh, I was like, please, please don't give me a, like, I don't want people to think I don't like the chicken. It was it was good. I, you know, I ate it. Uh, and I, I guess he, he told me when I sat down on him that, I guess the first batch, there were people, they have an executive suite, like a VIP hospitality suite at the game. And I guess people were complaining about the chicken or the first batch of chicken. And I had no complaints. So I think I uh, got lucky with the second batch probably. And so I hung out with him on the chicken. He was, he wanted me to have a burger. And I, uh, I said, I'll take a lap and come back. And I went and watched the halftime show. And then I, 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 I sat behind the band after they performed at halftime, like literally in the, like the wheelchair accessible area with uh, this lady, Robin, who was there. She's super nice, like graduated in 2014 and just uh, was about to leave the game before, uh, if it didn't get exciting. And Willie predicted when I asked him the score that it shut, we, that Benedict would shut it down in the third quarter. And they, I think they scored, it was, ten, they scored 10 points in third, it was 10 zero after at the third quarter, uh, Benedict pulled away and got excited. The band was just sitting behind the bands was just like a cool experience in, in and of itself. You, you hear, you know, all the, the alumni or like former people in the band standing behind him, like chirping, like, Oh, like if you need twirling lessons, just let me know. Like you're those stick twirls a week or, Oh, like those symbols, y'all got to get your hands straight or get your hands right. And then there's one part where uh, one of the guys yells, let's do neck, which is, a uh, a uh, 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 song that they go, hey, suck that tiger, something, and that's like an LSU song, and so and also I think it's another HBCU song that's like Austin Tigers. Ironically, both of these teams are the Tigers, and and um, like ten, five minutes later, Savannah State's uh, band did next. <laughs> so and then 
right after they did neck, Benedict scored a touchdown, and uh, the, 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 they just returned the favor, to say the least. But I wanted to go say bye, hi to Joshua and check in on the birds. I went back out, and he had a bunch of people around him. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'll take a lap and come back. And so I went back to the game and, you know, took it in. I got with Robin uh, and just like just sitting behind the band and seeing like they the band knows that they're like the show, like the game is going on. But the game is secondary to the band. Not only that is so the halftime show was incredible. And during the halftime show, I was walking up to get a better view from the top. This this, this guy stops. He goes. Hey man, is, is that are you? Is that your brother on the field? <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And I turn around, and one of the the, the five like band majors or drum majors is just a white guy. <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, "No, oh, uh, no, he's not. I'm just here to for the for the vibes and the good time." He's like, "Okay, just making sure because he's he's pretty good." I was like, "I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess." <laughs> um, so that was kind of that was just a funny moment. Uh, and it, 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 no offense taken, obviously, just just funny because I I, he, I think he saw me also like hanging out behind the band, and this guy kind of was like in the section I was standing behind, but like way down, not even close to me at all. So uh, it was it was it was just a funny moment, and uh, so I, I watched the band and just just kind of seeing that like they they you know they get back up and you know the the I was sitting behind like the the, the drummers. That just happened. It gave me the option to save some time, and I thought I clicked yes. All right, so my railroad time right now says five ten. I don't know how much. I don't know. Whatever. Um, so, like, uh, I was sitting behind the the I guess bass drums or whatever the biggest drums are, and there was a guy at the front of their their line, and he's like, "Hey, y'all, y'all don't." Don't know what this sim- this hand signal means, or y'all just blind? <laughs> I guess like they missed some cues or whatever, but uh, they were all chirping at each other, and I think it's because they want to be great, right? Like it's just like any team, they they just were lovingly saying like we missed some cues or whatever, and but the band director came on, he had a little speaker that was, and he just said that was a great show, and the guys that uh, were getting chirped at about the signals go look at. Cat, you know, the co- uh, director says it was a great show. It was a great show. Uh, it, was, it was just kind of cool to kind of sit there and you know see the drum majors and the band majors like hype up their sections of the horns or whoever and and uh, and kind of jab and and not jeer the other band like they'd play something and then they'd kind of turn around and like be like what like what and uh, kind of wait for them or. Uh, you know, the horn section of Savannah State would play something and, like, the the band would, like, be like, ah, that's whack, or oh, boo. And then someone said, what is this, 2017 <laughs> at one point? Uh, I don't know. It was just, there's just the culture and vibe around it. And, um, you know, if I ever, if I, when I, if I, I'm going to another HBCU game in New York, but I don't know if I'll have the same access. When I say access, I mean, you can just walk around the stadium. I'm going to MetLife. It's an NFL stadium. I don't think I'll be able to walk right behind the bands and kind of just sit there. <laughs> And kind of just take it in. Uh, so I definitely thought it was a, a special experience. I think tickets to the game were $15. So I mean, it's definitely worth it. Uh, and so I took that in. And then I was like, all right, I got to go say goodbye. Say goodbye. And, uh, you know, there's like a minute left in the game. It was, it was wrapping up. And I know that 
there's after the game, there was a battle of the bands I was going to, you know, take into. So I went and, um, I was just bummed cause Josh and I missed Josh. He packed up and left and I didn't get to say goodbye. And it, uh, it really bums me earlier when I was recording the first version of this. And it still bums me. Cause like I, he was just a really nice guy. And, you know, I asked him like what else he cooks. And I like, he was like, well, my ribs are probably the best in the city. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll have to come back. And I didn't get his number or anything. And, uh, but he, uh, is a son who's 15, who's 6'6", six, six, and plays football at a local, or football or basketball, football, yeah, because he played basketball in high school, and is, is a son who's 15 or 16, 16 maybe, and a son who's 40, uh, who's there in the 164, 6'5", six, six, so, and he was 6'4", six, six, he was he was a big man, like, <laughs> like standing next to, like, I'm 6'1", with shoes on, and standing next to him, I was like, oh, yeah, you are, you are it, it makes sense why you're a grill master like you and uh he just told me like you know just about how much and uh he loves just you know feeding big groups and i said yeah that's definitely like a love language and he just yeah we were just hung out and he he got he was uh just very passionate about yeah he and and early earlier when i was talking about the chicken he said that someone said one of the burgers was undercooked and this guy he <laughs> He took offense, not offense to it, but he was like, no, there's no way because, you know, I've cooked, I think he said 400 something burgers and he, he cooks like 48 at a time. And he said, well, if, and he, he takes them on and off the grill at the same time. So he goes, he said, if one is undercooked, that means like 47 other undercooked. There's no way. And he, I mean, he said he's been grilling since he was a kid and he's in his fifties. So I don't know. I, I, I trust him and he, he got hung up on it, but I was like, you know, I, I was just trying to cheer him up about it. And I said, like, don't, you know, you, get, you just got to, yeah, I, I know that this is your love and it's your passion, but, you know, I hope that you don't really worry about it too much. And uh, we just hung out and I'm sad that I missed him because uh, the battle of the bands happened and I came out and his grill was gone and I missed my burger. I just, oh, I, 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 that's my biggest regret of the game. Like not even not getting a hat. Like I, I literally tried to get a hat just, I um I got caught up talking to Robin and enjoying the, in the atmosphere and I, I think he knew that that I, I mean I talked to him for like twenty minutes uh, but I do I do wish I was able to say goodbye to him uh, I did say hey I'm gonna take a lap and I like fist him before I left uh, originally um, but yeah so the game went on and you know Benedict Benedict it went zero zero and then and I think the score the final score was like twenty four to six and the, the crazy part was going back to Joshua and how he said that the Benedict was going to block field goal. Uh, Savannah state scored a touchdown and Benedict blocks the extra point on the same side of the end zone. And I mean, almost in the, like a closer distance because the extra points closer than the field goal they had. And they, they ran it back for a, 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 a conversion, like a two point conversion, but there was a flag on the play. But just that moment was on a just super cool to me because, you know, he's, he basically called it just a little early and that's, you know, I, I tend to be at these games with these blocked extra points between this one and you know, Florida State with a walk off. But yeah, so it was it was just a really you know overall just I took it all in. I met people and just kind of talked. And obviously at, at HBCU, I'm in a minority, but you know I I I think you know I I'm just I, I approach with you know humility and just kind of hang out and just you know I sat down and just soaked it all in and. And just, uh, I think when I spoke with 
Willie and James and Angelina and they just all just honestly they were so appreciative of me just being there and just telling their story and and that and that's why this is all about like like meeting people that are passionate about investing in their community went through college through through you know college football you know these uh, these alumni were all there raising money and volunteering to help the school that what uh, Willie and James and Miss uh, um, Thompson were all like they were running the 50-50 raffle. <laughs> like, it wasn't like the school. It was this alumni group that uh, did the 50-50 raffle for the school. Uh, so that was a really cool thing. And I, I don't even know how much they, the 50 raffle was. I didn't have cash, but now I'm thinking about it. I should have probably just played. Uh, so after the game, I kind of sit there, soak it in. I meet Jerome. He's just there. Really nice guy. He's, he actually <laughs> was a principal in Orlando for 10 years, and then he was a principal on the East coast of Florida. And I asked him like where uh, he was an elementary school principal. And he goes, Ben, you're testing me really hard. I honestly don't remember. Uh, but and I was like, that's funny. And I, I, I told him like where I went to school and he, he was like, yeah, I, I know that area. And he was super uh, genuine guy. He actually, he, he approached me and was like, who's your number out there? Like after the game asking me like who, who I'm rooting for, who I'm here to see. And I just, struck up a conversation with him. So, uh, you know, it was, it was a, you know, two way street with just people and just being just in love in the game, loving the people at the game and the community. And so, uh, yeah, I, I kind of soaked in the band. They were incredible, honestly, just, I mean, I would, it's probably safe to say, I, obviously I was right there and, uh, it's the freshest experience, but like when you're, your show, your show bands are show bands, you know, <laughs> you know there's a difference between, uh, you know, Savannah State and and Benedict and like what I assume I'm driving to at Harvard, even though someone told me that I am in for an experience with the Harvard game. So I, I, I take no assumptions and I have no expectations, but I'm excited for it. So the game wraps up and I fail in my attempt to get a hat. First game that uh, was a non-rival game, but it was because there was, I, you know, I made a legitimate temp. I should have, which honestly, I got to town when the bookstore on campus was probably open. And that's just a note to myself for smaller schools that probably just, if I'm on campus and it's a weekday to just go to the game, go to the school. I, I don't, I think, because, I don't know, maybe because just because it was a Thursday night game and not a Saturday because the some of the people I talked to were like, yeah, normally the bookstores open during football games or the, they have like a bookstore area with merch. And it sucks because I said multiple times that it's definitely a, a cool logo and something that I, I wanted to buy two hats. And on their website, they have these really cool Nike uh, $30 hats, white and black. So I think I'll still get one and maybe I'll get one to give away too. And it's it's cool because it's BC, Ben Chase, Ben to College. And it's purple and yellow, which is obviously like, uh, I just like that. I mean, how can you not like that color combination? You get, you got LSU Tigers, you got, you know, the Lakers. It's just like an iconic uh, colorway. And so after the game, I, I mosey out, take it all in. The bands are headed home. Sorry, yawning. Get back to the car, the van. And uh, yeah, I, I uh, basically hit the road immediately. And I actually start the first try this podcast 20 minutes after the I get to my car and you know, I'm on the road and uh, and I did a complete one but I just 
I, I was fading and I, I repeated myself because I was fading. And I, you know, I stopped for two naps. So I figured I'd just do it over again. And it's all in one, one shot. Uh, so, so yeah, that's, uh, that's game 10. We're at 10, we're a sixth of the way there, which is weird to say, uh, because we're a sixth of the way there through, you know, 21 days. And we still got two more games this week. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm on the road. Uh, odometer, t- it just turned, it's 10.01 Eastern, and I'm at 83.571 with 401 miles. So it's 10.01, 401 miles, and uh, we are on our way to Harvard. So you will be hearing about game 11 here shortly, which is later today at 7 o'clock. So with that, thanks for listening to the Chase 60 Road to the Record podcast journal, audio journal, whatever I want to call it. Uh, And I will see you at the next tailgate.